0: 10-game slate on a Monday, and for some reason, Mike McClure, we're not starting until 7.30
1: tonight. 7.30, which is a beautiful thing for daily fantasy players. That extra 30 minutes when it comes to getting news, uh, that's a, a very big deal. So. Congratulations and uh, happy Monday to all of you.
0: I guess maybe a bad thing for fantasy players' wives because it's an extra 30 minutes in the evening that we are not going to be able to pay attention. But actually, I it's okay. We can just have dinner a little bit later and then just jump right on about 7 and start building lineups. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. It's the Sportsline DFS podcast, Monday, February 26th. Again, we got a 10-game slate, and it is absolutely an interesting one. And I just want to start with one question, Mike. Do we even need any of the other nine games? Or just the Suns and the Pelicans? Uh the Suns and
1: Pelicans, you're gonna that should be probably seventy percent of your roster.
0: I hope that you have a player on DraftKings at thirty six hundred that you like, because I have built a lineup here on DraftKings, and we'll just start with this. It's my Suns and Pelicans, uh stack of the night, Drew Holiday, Three Twan Moore, TJ Warren, Anthony Davis, Alex Lynn, Nikolai Meritic, and Dragon Bender. 3,600 left. I think we can feel confident in saying we are going to have someone. Like there are already players that you could plug in, not necessarily in that game, but there are already players at 3,600 that are not bad values
1: tonight. Yeah. Is that a utility spot? It's a guard spot. A guard spot. Okay. So the guard spot initially, you're going to be looking at Isaiah Taylor for the Atlanta Hawks. That's the guy that you're gonna want to maybe look to get into the lineup there. Uh just because Atlanta's so thin. You know, we'll get to that a little bit with the injury news, but he's probably the best punt option against the Lakers.
0: So the must play of the night is actually the Suns and Pelicans, but we both have a player from that game. In fact, Mike had two players from that game. I took Alex Lynn, so that kind of eliminated you from taking Anthony Davis, at least on FanDuel. We can certainly play them both on DraftKings, and I think we
1: will. But if you can't have Anthony Davis as your must play, who's your must play tonight? Uh, Drew Holiday for me. He's, you know, with cousins out, he's got great usage, uh, you know, he should be very efficient against a Suns team that's one of the worst teams in the league in terms of defensive efficiency. Uh, so Drew Holiday, I, I think that he's an absolute must play tonight. I really don't care about Price because I, I think he puts up at least 50 fantasy points. My
0: stay away tonight is not going to be a net game, of course. I will stay away tonight from James Harden going against the Utah Jazz. That's an interesting game because obviously it's a, it's a pace down game for the Rockets and a huge pace up game for the Jazz. Well, it'd be one or the other. It could be both. It could be somewhere in the middle or one of these two teams could absolutely just win the pace battle.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that I, I, don't anticipate one team really just winning the pace battle, but it will be a pace down spot for James Harden. And of course they're on the second half of a back to back here on the road. Uh, so I, I really like that. Uh, that was originally mine coming in, but I'm going to give you another one and mine is going to be Kyrie Irving. Whoo. So I know I like it. It's obvious. I mean, again, talk about pace down. The Celtics will be yeah. in that spot. Yeah, pace down. Uh, you know, the Celtics are the much better team here. Kyrie isn't really going to have to do a whole heck of a lot to win this game for the Celtics. Uh, so I just think that, you know, at 8,500 on FanDuel, I would rather spend 8,500 at the shooting guard spot on Drew Holiday. And, you know, if we're looking to use a guy like Anthony Davis or some of the other studs, I don't think that we have room to pay up for Kyrie Irving. Tonight.
0: Well, and the Celtics have the double whammy of having the lowest total of the night at 201.5 and also being a 12-point favorite, which right. obviously tells you they're not expecting Memphis to score very many points tonight. We'll talk about that game at the end of the night, but we start over on the sports line odds page with the Phoenix Suns at the New Orleans Pelicans, the highest over under of the night, 231.5. Pelicans are seven and a half point favorites, and if you want to know why this is the highest projected total at night, you just have to look over at the DVP rankings. The Pelicans are bottom five against point guards, shooting guards, and power forwards, suns are the worst against the shooting guard position the worst matchup.
1: So yeah, absolutely terrible defenses. Terrible. And I'm seeing that total in other places as high as 236 now. Ooh. ooh. So and, and you know, I I lean towards the over still. So I'm uh, I'm 100% on board. You know, we're going to talk about some more plays in depth here, but really play anyone in this game that has a pulse.
0: Yeah, okay, and I guess that's where I want to start is let's give me your top 3 plays. From this game, people want a big chunk of this game and they want to get three guys from it on FanDuel.
1: Obviously, I think, do you favor Davis over Alex Len at center? Uh, Just slightly. I mean, I know it's, you know, only because there are some value plays at other positions that I think you can get in. Uh, but I will have both. So, you know, I will have Anthony Davis lineups, and I will have Alex Lynn lineups.
0: We are going to start off our DraftKings lineup, because we've already started off FanDuel, obviously, with Alex Lynn and Drew Holiday. We're going to go ahead and add Anthony Davis to that mix. So we're going to need some of those value plays. But Holiday, Davis, and Lynn, are those your three favorite plays from this game?
1: Uh Yeah, those are the three top plays from this game, in my opinion.
0: Then I guess the the real question, because if you're going to start a game stack with those three, and you heard some names when I was talking about my stack of this game that are not guys you'd necessarily play unless you were stacking this game. Who are your favorite values in this game? Like the Glenn, obviously, is under six thousand. That makes him a good value. But is there anybody cheaper than that that you really like in this game?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that Josh Jackson deserves a look. I know he only played eighteen minutes against Portland, twenty-three against the Clippers. Uh, the difference is, is I think I think he's going to approach twenty-five in this game, and even twenty to twenty-five in this game with this kind of pace of play and really poor efficiency everywhere that's probably the equivalent of when he was playing 31 32 minutes you know in a normal lower pace game uh so i like josh jackson at 4600 i think that he's an interesting play that's got a relatively high floor here
0: i'm not totally going away from dragon bender i know he's been pretty miserable as of late anthony davis has not been good at preventing other i'm not saying he's bad defensively but he's been bad at preventing other players from scoring fantasy points. And I kind of thought when Boogie went down, well, he's going to play a lot more center. That may not matter as more. But they seem very interested in keeping Okafor. In fact, they've just signed him up for the rest of the year now. So Okafor, yeah. they, Anthony Davis doesn't want to play center is the bottom line.
1: Right. Yeah. Anthony Davis is definitely not going to play center. It's going to be a Mecca Okafor. Um, yeah. I, I think Bender's a fine play. Another guy that I'm really interested in is Alfred Payton. Uh, you know, 7,500, I prefer him over a guy like Kyrie Irving. Uh, he's played very well since joining the Suns, and we know that Rondo is atrocious defensively. You know, the whole team is really in the pace of play here. Uh, this is a very good spot for Elf Payton.
0: Okay, I like that a lot. We have not talked about Booker. We have not talked about Warren. I think Warren's a better value than Booker, but
1: Booker's still a really good play. Oh, they're yeah, they're both fantastic plays. Uh you know, talking about game stacks and stuff, I definitely like the idea of pairing Drew Holiday, Devin Booker together. Uh because, you know, not only is this the highest, you know, projected total of the night, uh this game should be pretty competitive. Um, you know, it's you know, the Pelicans are favored by seven and a half, but it wouldn't shock me at all if this game came down to the last shot.
0: The second highest total of the night, you cannot say that for. In fact, it would surprise you very much if this game came down to the last shot. It's the Warriors at the Knicks. I've got this one at a 229.5 over-under with 11.5-point spread. The Warriors, of course, are our favorites. And the problem is the one place the Knicks have really been abused is by centers down low. The Warriors don't really have one.
1: Yeah, no, we're definitely not looking at the centers or really the big men. Like I'm not super interested in Draymond either uh Jordan Bell might be returning tonight which will maybe soak up a few minutes there. Uh so yeah, this is not a uh, a great spot even though it's a high total and you know there's a lot of good players. It's not a good spot for DFS tonight. I
0: I feel the same way. Emmanuel Mudiay is just $4500 and we liked him a lot at 46, but he's not like 22 and 25 minutes in his first two games after the break. That's not what we were thinking was going to happen.
1: Yeah, no, it looks like, I mean, he's in a real time split with, uh, with Trey Burke now. I mean, both of those guys could be fine DFS plays tonight, but, you know, not something that I'm rushing to jam them into my lineup.
0: Well, and I think a lot of people will rush to jam Trey Burke in. In his last two games, 44 and 40 FanDuel points, it's just too much jump shooting for me. I don't think it's, I don't think he can keep this up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will say that if I'm playing one of the two, it'll probably be Trey Burke just because, I don't want him to, you know, he's cheap enough that I don't want him to be 60% owned and score 40 again. Uh Knowing that he's going to be that highly owned, I don't mind playing him because he's so cheap. So I actually, I take that back. I will probably play some Trey Burke. Uh Probably not going to be as much on Emmanuel Moutier tonight.
0: Michael Beasley has seen his minutes shrink a little since the break as well as they attempt to go younger. He's also seen his price fall back down to $6,000. Do you have any interest in playing Michael Beasley tonight?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's always interest and that's one of the storylines that I'll be watching tonight is anytime Beasley and Durant can play against each other, they, uh, they, they enjoy it. So they grew up together, played, you know, in the same area in DC, played on the same AAU team. And there's been talks about where Kevin Durant would talk about how much better Michael Beasley was than Kevin Durant growing up. And, uh, so it's always fun to see these two kind of battle it out and they will get to do that a little bit tonight. Uh, so yeah, I have a little interest in both players there in tournaments. Okay,
0: we'll keep uh, Durant on our radar on Fanduel because since we're not playing Anthony Davis, we may have room for one more stud. Durant may be that guy. Anybody else in this game you really think I need to talk about?
1: Uh, we have to talk about Steph Curry. Uh, you know, he—I believe he had one of his career high games like three or four years ago here at Madison Square Garden. He does like to play in this environment, and I think that you know nobody's really going to end up playing Steph tonight because of playing Anthony Davis everywhere. I think Steph is a good tournament play. It wouldn't shock me if he put up 60 fantasy points. And this is the
0: thing. I, I thought you would bring that up, and I know that like Madison Square Garden has been part of Narrative Street for NBA DFS, especially for Stars. How much longer do the Knicks have to be terrible before we can stop saying this? Like who cares about going to New York and playing against a lottery team year after year after year?
1: Well, that the problem is is the you know the players you know they have always looked forward to going to play at Madison Square Garden. It doesn't matter if the game's competitive; they actually prefer a blowout. You know, like I I think this is a spot where Steph, you know, it doesn't matter if they're competitive or not. I think he just likes the environment because that building still has the energy even if the team sucks.
0: Okay, everybody's going to stack that Phoenix New Orleans game. It's obviously the, the the top choice. I think this next game may be a little bit sneakier because it may be more competitive. these two worst teams in fact, the Lakers two point favorites at Atlanta. we've got a 223 over under. The problem obviously is knowing which of these guys to play, but
1: Atlanta's at least a little short-handed, right? Yes, Atlanta is uh, very short-handed uh, So you know if you're looking for value plays Atlanta is definitely where it's at. Uh, and the top play in this game for me is uh, John Collins. For the Atlanta Hawks. I, you know, Urson's definitely going to be out. He's approaching the buyout with the Hawks. Here, it looks like he's going to go sign with the Sixers after that. Uh, so John Collins should play. You know, thirty minutes. Uh, it's a great matchup for him. He's someone that I'll be using uh, in my lineups. Okay, let's get,
0: let's just jump. This is a good point to go into the big news of the day as well. We'll start with the Hawks. They're without DeAndre Brimbrey, without Malcolm Delaney, without Urson Ilyasova. Three players out for them. That does shorten their rotation. Tyson Chandler is doubtful for the Suns. That's another reason why we're so excited about Alex Lynn. Dorian Finney-Smith is out for the Mavericks. Nerland's Noel is questionable. Eric Gordon, questionable for the Rockets. More on that later. Patrick McCaw is out. Jordan Bell, questionable. Could come back for the Warriors. Tyreek Evans, Wayne Selden, and Chandler Parsons out for Memphis. Again, that'll be the last game we talk about, but there may be some value there in Memphis. Paul Zips are doubtful for the Bulls, and Zach Levine questionable. And then for the Nets, Karis LeVert, Ronde Hollis, jefferson are active. Jaleel Okafor is questionable. Jaleel Okafor is questionable to resume his NBA career. Yes. Unfortunately. Okay, back to this Hawks and Lakers game. John Collins is your favorite play from this game. Thankfully, he's not a center on FanDuel. He's a power forward, so we can actually play him with Alex Lin over on FanDuel. Who else do you like? Is there anybody on the Lakers side you're interested
1: in? Um, not really. I, you know, Lonzo Ball is likely going to play. Uh, I, I don't think I have a ton of interest in the Lakers just because it's so difficult in my opinion to pinpoint who exactly it is that that really gets the bump here.
0: Yeah. I, I think I'm still pretty interested in Brandon Ingram. He's had one really bad game in like his last 10. Other than that, he's been pretty steady and has that 42 point potential he's shown us on multiple occasions. So I, I don't dislike him. I don't dislike Torian Prince who is, I may just start calling him baby Demare. Yeah, that's kind of, and it's not just the hair. He does, he does lots of things. It's, it's kind of just the hair. Um, and then you mentioned Isaiah T- Taylor. You think he plays
1: a bigger role tonight? Uh, yeah, so he's played a bigger role the last few games. Uh, well, well, really the last game, you know, right before the break, he played 25 minutes, scored 24.7 FanDuel points. Uh, and then a couple of days ago, he played against the Pacers, 22 minutes, 30 FanDuel points. Um, You know, it's all coming from scoring and assists, but it's been very consistent when he's had the opportunity to play. Uh, so, yeah, I think Isaiah Taylor, knowing that the rotation is so thin, you know, you ask for the $3,600 player at guard on DraftKings. He's absolutely the guy that you plug in. Uh, and I honestly think that, you know, if you're thinking about playing Trey Burke and want to pivot, I think that Taylor's a good pivot. Uh, save $1,200 on FanDuel if you do that.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Our fourth game, the Orlando Magic at Oklahoma City. Thunder a 10 point favorite with a 219.5 over under. Magic really struggling defensively, especially against guards. How far is Westbrook behind Anthony Davis for you in tonight?
1: Uh, Westbrook is about four to five fantasy points. And, you know, in terms of raw projection, he's about four to five fantasy points behind Anthony Davis for me. That's, that's not encouraging. It, I mean, well, they're both projected very well. Right. Uh, but Anthony Davis for me is like, I, I honestly don't think that we'll see anything less than 70 from Anthony Davis. Whew. Man,
0: I may have to change my Alex Lynn must play. At least we've got him in our DraftKings lineup yep. right now. I'm sure everyone's going to play Anthony Davis tonight. Maybe it's a chance to get Westbrook with a little bit lower ownership than normal. In terms of Westbrook versus Durant versus Steph, are you going to have, are you, are, it sounds almost like you're not that interested in Westbrook.
1: Um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely use him some, but not nearly as much as, I will be on Anthony Davis. I do think Steph Curry has the potential to match him. Uh, I would still prefer him, you know, head to head over Kevin Durant, but with the price savings, I'd probably take Kevin Durant also. Is there anyone in this game you are really excited about playing? I'm not super excited about playing him, but I I do think that Paul George deserves a little bit of a look. Uh, I think this is a pretty good matchup for him. Uh, you know, I, if you can't quite afford Kevin Durant on FanDuel, I think that Paul George is a decent pivot, uh, especially like in cash games, but other than that, no, no real interest. Well, well, uh, Carmelo Anthony, too. Okay, He's
0: just too cheap. Right. Okay, Detroit at Toronto. Raptors are 10.5-point favorites with a 218.5 over-under. Andre Drummond finally came back to earth, but it was over the weekend, so it didn't do us any good. Although he did have a spectacular coast-to-coast layup going behind the back with the dribble. Maybe we'll get a little Andre Drummond at point guard. This game feels really unappealing to me.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't really have any interest in this game outside of maybe a little bit of Kyle Lowry exposure on DraftKings. Uh, at 7300 that's a pretty fair price for Kyle Lowry. I was thinking actually about playing some Serge Ibaka. Just because we have seen teams have to play
0: their big men a lot more with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond on the other side, Ibaka is playing pretty good basketball as of late, had 35.7 in his last game against Milwaukee, 36.4 against the Bulls before that, still just 5,600 on FanDuel. I, I like the value of Ibaka.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, to that point, Ibaka does make a nice kind of contrarian play because I do think people are going to head over towards John Collins, who we mentioned, and maybe a little bit of Carmelo Anthony. Uh So at that price point, I do think that a is a really nice pivot. The
0: Chicago Bulls have hit rock bottom. Last I looked, they were five-point underdogs to the Brooklyn Nets with an over-under of what, 217.5? Is that an up-to-date number? Yeah. The Nets are the worst team in the NBA against both point guards and centers. It's hard to be terribly bad against those two polar pol- pol- polary opposite positions.
1: They're, they're just awful. Yeah. Very, so, very bad.
0: But we don't necessarily have a great grasp on who the Bulls are playing,
1: right? No, I mean, the, honestly, the two guys that I'm most interested in Chicago are Felicio and Cameron Payne.
0: Cameron Payne is a really interesting one. Do we have a feel for what, whether Zach Levine's going to play or not? Because if he's not, then I would have a lot more interest in Payne and Chris Dunn.
1: Yeah, so I, I think that Levine probably plays, but I, I really don't know. I need to look at the schedule a little more. They've already said that he will not play another back-to-back the rest of the season. Tonight is the first night of a back-to-back for them. So I don't know if they're gonna let him play tonight or if he's gonna to play tomorrow night. Uh you know, I assume that we'll have that news, you know, later this afternoon and you can head over to Sportsline or follow me on Twitter to be able to get that. But at this point I really think it's a true coin flip. I I don't have a strong take one way or the other.
0: D'Angelo Russell is back to being pretty consistently a twenty five to thirty five point fantasy option. He's seventy two hundred on FanDuel. That feels like it's just just a little too high. If he was five hundred dollars cheaper, I would be really interesting.
1: Thankfully, on DraftKings, he's only 6300 $6,300 D'Angelo Russell on DraftKings is a very, very strong play. Uh, cash games, tournaments, doesn't matter. You know, that's, you know, if you're talking about trying to get exposure to this game and it's not, you know, a complete punt like Felicio, D'Angelo Russell is the guy.
0: Felicio.
1: You know, like he put up, played 11 minutes
0: when we played him a couple of nights ago. Mm-hmm. And then over the weekend he plays 30. Yep. So I'm fully expecting to put him in my lineup and he plays 11 minutes again tonight.
1: Yeah, almost definitely.
0: Outstanding, Or I could fade him, and he could play 30 minutes. Yeah. The Bulls are going to be an absolute nightmare for the rest of the season in terms of projecting minutes played. Speaking of minutes played, there's still some extras to go around in Minnesota. The Minnesota Timberwolves five-and-a-half-point favorites at Sacramento with a 215.5 over-unders with the number I have. Jimmy Butler obviously out for the foreseeable future. The guy that is the main beneficiary is Nemanja Bialitza. mm mm-hmm. His price jumped pretty quick on FanDuel. I have not seen it yet on DraftKings. Looks like he's 4,700. I'm going to have a lot of Namanja Bialica on on DraftKings. I don't know how interested I am on FanDuel.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I really wish he didn't jump quite as much on DraftKings, but I, you know, I will still play him, but at 5,600 on FanDuel, I don't think that he's anywhere close to a must play. Uh, but. I, I really want to get your take on Andrew Wiggins in this game. How do we like his price point is still below seven k on Fanduel,
0: right? Sixty six on DraftKings. Yeah.
1: What do What do we think about Andrew Wiggins tonight? I I think really Wiggins
0: and Carl Anthony Towns are both really interesting. The, both of them have to carry a little more of the offensive load. It's not a situation where Bealita just comes in and he's Jimmy Butler because obviously he's not Jimmy Butler. So I do think there's more shots, there's more ball handling opportunities for Wiggins now. I. I don't feel like he's a value.
1: I see, here's, here's where I'm at on Wiggins. I don't feel like he's a great value, but I feel like all of a sudden he's a heck of a lot safer. Like I I feel like 30 points should, 30 fantasy points should probably be this guy's floor almost every game now. His ceiling might only be 40, but his, his floor, like he, with the minutes he's playing, the usage he's going to have, like I prefer him over Clay Thompson, even though Clay's got such a high ceiling. Like I, you know, I don't see the scenario in which Andrew Wiggins puts up 10 fantasy points right now.
0: No, I agree completely. And another guy that did get it going in the first game without Jimmy Butler, Jamal Crawford played 27 minutes. He gets buckets. But again, it's, you see his last game where it's like, oh, he hit 23.7. It wasn't bad. That's 19 points. Like he is kind of a poor man's version of Trey Burke right now.
1: Yes. And, uh, you know, his price shot up way up there on FanDuel too. 4900. I, you know, I, I don't see any way that you can. Invest in someone like Jamal Crawford, even though it's, you know, the opportunity still there, but man, he does rely on that scoring.
0: Uh Frank Mason came back right after the All-Star break. He's only played 13 and 14 minutes in his first two games back. He would have to see an
1: increase in minutes before you'd be real interested in him, but he's only 3,500. Yeah, he's only 3,500, and he's been very efficient with those minutes that he's had. Um, you know, if there wasn't a guy like Isaiah Taylor already on the slate, I, I would be more interested, uh, but... You know, and like I said, unless they come out and say Mason's cleared to play 25 tonight, then, you know, maybe I'd be more interested. But right now it's Isaiah Taylor in terms of value point guards. Okay, let's go to Utah.
0: The Houston Rockets, two and a half point favorites right now with an over-under of 211.5. Obviously we talked about it at the top of the show. The pace in this one will be interesting because if Houston plays at Utah's pace, you can't play any Rockets.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely not. With 10 games on the slate, with them on the back-to-back, uh, I think that all of the Rockets, for me, are strictly tournament-only plays.
0: But uh, the odd thing about that is that this same situation makes you much more interested in the Jazz, and there and there's one guy in particular that I'm very interested in. I don't know if, if you could guess off the top of your head who it is, but it's Jake Crowder.
1: Yeah, I and like Jay Crowder.
0: He has played since arriving in Utah, basically right in that 25 to 30-minute range most nights. I think this is the type of game where they may need him a little bit more than they normally do. He's not been efficient as of late, but still has 30, 35-point upside, and he's just 4,300 on FanDuel for those types of minutes. And an established player like he is in a pace-up game, I like Crowder a lot.
1: Yeah, I think Crowder makes a ton of sense if you're looking for one of those value power forward guys. Uh So, yeah, I'm on board with that.
0: Unfortunately, he's $200 more than what we need him to be on DraftKings to get him our lineup. So I guess, do you like Crowder at 4400 or Manja Bialica at 4700 more?
1: more? Uh, probably Bialica still. I, okay. I think that he's got a little bit more upside. I think his role offensively still is going to be larger than Crowder's.
0: Anybody else on the Jazz that you're really interested in this game?
1: Not really. I mean, you could mention Derek Favors. Uh, the price point's pretty fair at 5800 on FanDuel. Uh, you know, we're not seeing the 50 fantasy point games, but we're also, like, he's got a pretty high floor. Like, it, his floor should be about 25 fantasy points in this game. Uh So I, I do think Derek Favors is an interesting uh option if you just want to kind of pivot away from some of the other guys that are popular.
0: The Pacers are three-point favorites at Dallas with an over-under of 210. Should anyone care?
1: Uh No. I don't think that there's any reason to care here. I mean, sure, you could play Victor Oladipo in a tournament if you wanted to, but... We've already talked about the number of options at shooting guard, so I don't really see any reason to really pay 10 k for Victor Oladipo.
0: I'm out. Let's go to Boston. where the Memphis Grizzlies. 12-point underdogs with an over-under of 201.5. That is disgusting. The Celtics in a pace down spot here. Too big of favorites. I'm not particularly interested in any of the Celtics. But who's going to benefit from Tyreek Evans being out in Memphis?
1: I mean, the first guy is definitely going to be, uh, Andrew Harrison, but the problem is, is his price has shot all the way up to 5,600 on FanDuel. So that's, you know, pretty much absolutely no chance on playing that. Uh, Mario Chalmers will get a little bit, uh, $3,500 still prefer, still prefer Isaiah Taylor, but I think he will get a little bump. That's not exciting at all. No. Let's move on to our
0: all tournament team then. Are we, is Steph Curry's ownership going to be low enough to make all tournament team a point guard?
1: Um, it's either going to be Steph Curry or Chris Paul. Chris Paul, 8400 against Utah. Like one of those two guys for me.
0: I'm going to go with Steph because I don't feel confident in Chris Paul against the Jazz. I don't feel confident in what the pace of that game will be. Let's put Steph Curry in at point guard. At the shooting guard position, did we come up with an all tournament play yet?
1: Uh, we have not. Um, one nomination would be Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay. Uh, kind of a tough matchup with Clay Thompson, who I assume will, will guard him, but. Uh, I don't think that many people are going to play him just because obviously shooting guard is so deep tonight.
0: No, I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense. We will just go ahead and plug him in at shooting guard, at small forward. Yuck! Is it Michael Beasley? Yeah.
1: Is it always Michael Beasley if the Knicks are playing? I think it is always Michael Beasley if the Knicks are playing. Uh, got a matchup with Durant here. And really, it makes a lot of sense. The first three players on the all-tournament team are from the second-highest total of the night, which is a game that we find very difficult to get in our main right. lineups. So.
0: Makes perfect sense. This one is not. And power forward, we're going to Jay Crowder at 4,300. Certainly not the second-highest total of the night but i don't really think anybody's going to play him so i like crowder a lot in that spot yep. and then at center everyone i would assume is going to play anthony davis or alex lynn
1: right yeah those are the two guys that are going to take most of the ownership the
0: kings have struggled with big men carl anthony towns is ten thousand dollars how do you like him at all tournament
1: i uh, definitely love it i uh, you know we haven't seen him really explode without jimmy butler this year but i i really think that that it's really just kind of noise. I really think that he should, at some point, kind of start to explode, even without Jimmy on the floor. Uh So I do like this a lot for Carl Anthony Towns.
0: Okay, on FanDuel for our lineup, we have Steph Curry plugged in at point guard. We have Drew Holiday plugged in at shooting guard. At power forward, we've locked that down with John Collins and Jay Crowder. At center, we have Alex Lin. We've got two small forward positions, a point guard and a shooting guard, to fill in. D'Angelo Russell's, I think, just a little bit too expensive. I'd rather play
1: Andrew Wiggins at 6900. Okay? How do you feel about that? No, I'm all aboard. Uh I think Andrew Wiggins has a very high floor here.
0: We have not really talked about a lot of small forwards. I assume we should consider TJ Warren at 6500 on FanDuel. Yeah. And then would you rather just play, like we could put Warren and Bealitz in, but not no. Bealitz is on our draft lineup. He's not 5600 on FanDuel, no chance. So we have 6600 per player remaining. We need a point guard and a shoot a small forward. What do you have for me?
1: Uh the first move that you could do would be to put in Isaiah Taylor if you wanted to really get kind of crazy and make this a real tournament lineup. If you do that, you have $8,000 left uh to spend, you know, for two small forwards. Well,
0: we already have TJ Warren in a small forward. Oh, you have TJ Warren. So in that would give it. us 9500, which doesn't really fit, but you could put Paul George in and have 800 left.
1: Okay, or we can uh re- rework it. Whatever you want to do there. I think that uh with TJ Warren in, hmm. Yeah, I would probably uh I would probably put Paul George in. Okay, and leave the salary cap. That's certainly going to give you a tournament feel.
0: Not any very few people going to have that combination with that much salary left. And there may be a case where a 40 40- $500 point guard pops up that's a better play than Isaiah Taylor. Right. Just due to injury news tonight. So we've got Curry and Taylor, Holiday and Wiggins, Paul George, TJ Warren, John Collins, Jay Crowder, and Alex Lin in our FanDuel lineup. And it gets so difficult trying to make the salary portion of this game work and that's one of the things that i love about draft is i don't have to do that i just have to pick better players than you score more points than you and i win and that's why your chances of winning on draft are 80 percent better than on salary cap sites you can play in a real live nba draft right now be done in under five minutes and get paid out the next day drafts are filling every second so you can join one whenever you want all new players get a free entry into a real money draft When you make your first deposit, but you have to use our promo code sportsline. That's right. Playing a real money draft for free just by using our promo code sportsline, but it gets even better draft is so sure you'll love it. They're even offering sportsline DFS podcast listeners, a money back guarantee up to $100. Just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code sportsline. We will have a draft. In just a few minutes, we've got to finish up the DraftKings lineup. I may have made this easy for you, or you may have to completely deconstruct our lineup and fix things. What I have right now is Drew Holiday at point guard, Mm -hmm. D'Angelo Russell at shooting guard, Nemanja Bialica at small forward, Anthony Davis at power forward, Alex Lynn at center, Isaiah Taylor at guard, John Collins at forward. That leaves us 4,200 for utility. I like this lineup a lot. As long as you can find me someone to play at 4200. I, I, if Jay Crowder was 4200, I would put all the money on this lineup.
1: Yeah. All right. So we, you know, we have a little bit of our work cut out for us here because you, you're right. We just barely miss at 4200. We miss a few of the guys that we would be interested in. Uh, but you know, the good news is, is there's going to be value that pops up this afternoon that allows us to get there. Uh, one guy that I could think of maybe, uh, you know, we talked about Jamal Crawford. He relies on points scoring a little too much. That's okay on DraftKings. Uh you get the bonus for the three-point shot. You don't have as big of a penalty for turnovers. He's only 3800 on DraftKings. So, you know, if we're locking this in right now, I think that Jamal Crawford is the guy knowing, you know, knowing what we know, I think Jamal Crawford is the guy that we want to lock in here.
0: The other name I would throw out there is Dragon Bender. Just $200 more. And uh, he certainly fits in. So, again, Holiday, Russell, Bielitza, Davis, Lynn, and Taylor with Collins at the forward at Utility. It's probably a better idea to just wait and see what value pops up. But Jamal Crawford and uh, Dragon Bender, both good options for that. Are you ready for draft?
1: I am ready for draft.
0: Do you want to tell everyone the results of our PGA draft just so you can gloat for a moment? Because I, I just want to make sure you get your your moment in the sun.
1: Yeah, so I actually ended up winning the, uh, PGA draft that we did last week. Uh, you know, nobody really agreed with me on Tommy Fleetwood being a good play, and Tommy Fleetwood was in fact a good play. Even though Ricky Fowler missed the cut and Rory wasn't very good, I was able to come out on top despite you having Justin Thomas the event winner. Well, that's the great thing is I, I picked the
0: event winner, which is not really a great thing for me. And I picked Tiger Woods, who turned out to be a much better player than you thought he was going to be. And you still beat me. It was a very close match, though. Very like close. Separated by 18 points or something. So I definitely take solace in the fact that I only got beat by a little bit. That's that's the way that it works, right? I, I didn't lose quite as much money because it was close.
1: Right. Exactly. That's exactly how it works.
0: All right. So I get the first pick. Of course you do. Which is good on a night like tonight because there is one player that we both want to have in our lineups and he's not even going to prevent me from playing a center because on draft, Anthony Davis is power forward eligible. So I'm going to be very pleased to take the best player in the best game of the night, and you are starting from behind the eight ball unless Anthony Davis leaves early.
1: Which is possible. It's definitely possible. So where are you going after I take Davis? Uh, I think that I probably have to take russell westbrook at this point you don't but. seem happy about it no, i know i don't seem happy about it because i am not happy about it uh but i think that that's the only thing that really makes sense so i'm going to take russell westbrook I, i'm interested now because i know how much you like steph curry yep
0: and if you take steph curry i don't have to take a guard until, uh, until the very end right but if you don't take steph curry i'm going to so i'm trying to get into your head here i hope it's working i can uh, the wheels uh. are turning
1: they, you know, the wheels are definitely turning. Uh, I'm going to take Kevin Durant. Well, I will, I will very happily just
0: jump right in and grab Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So he is on my team now. And, uh, I really love the fact that Andre Drummond is listed ahead of Carl Anthony Towns at the center position. There is no chance in the world that I would play Andre Drummond over Carl Anthony Towns. I am going to plug Carl Anthony Towns in as well. So I've started off with, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, and Carl Anthony Towns. I am very happy about my team.
1: Uh, yeah, you're definitely going to win this draft, but I'm going to compete and uh, try to figure out a way to dethrone you still. And the question for me is, do I take James Harden or do I take Drew Holiday, who I think could actually match him? <sighs> this is where, again, Price, like on FanDuel and DraftKings, there's no choice. You're playing Holiday over Harden. Yep, so I'm playing Harden tonight. I'm just rolling with it, and uh, you know that's kind of where I'm at. I don't need to take a center yet. Now, power forward is interesting. Draymond Green is the highest projected here in drafts, but I think that I'm going to have to go with Paul George, and I'm going to be an Oklahoma City Thunder fan tonight. Wow. This is like... I wonder, though, because like, you already have Westbrook, yep.
0: and you were trying to find some way to make up my huge advantage, and now you added
1: another member of the Thunder, and it seems like that might lower your upside. It might lower my upside, but it gives me a a little higher floor, and that may all that that might be all I need once Anthony Davis goes to the locker room. In the well, if quarter. he does,
0: Drew Holiday is going to score sixty, so I'll go ahead and put Drew Holiday on my team as well. Yeah, kind of helping me out just a little bit there, and then I I think maybe we're overthinking it with Draymond just a little bit. I um, mean, I couldn't be more tilted
1: right now after <laughs> looking at your team. So I don't, you know, honestly, I don't care who you pick. I took Draymond. Okay, great. I, I guess I'm going to take Andre Drummond. I might as well have a team full of guys that I don't actually like in real life. So uh, let's go Andre Drummond tonight. So let's just
0: take a look at the projections here. You are projected to beat me by 12 points. That's not going to happen. I have Steph Curry, Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, and Carl Anthony Towns.
1: I mean, I have Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Andre Drummond, and Paul George. So. That
0: is a good team. It's a very good team. We'll see if drafts projections are more right or your gut, because your gut is hating this right now. Mike is tilting over a draft contest on air. I love it. What I also love is we'll be back tomorrow with more NBA DFS coverage and here on Wednesday, getting you ready for the PGA Tour.